All right, bradcooney.com would like to welcome to the show lead vocalist of Dead Sled Funeral Company, Bone Gazi. What is up, brother? What's happening, dude? Man, I'm doing good, just like I was telling you before, man, just trying to stay away from freaking uh, pandemics and viruses and all that shit, man. Dude, Sam, it's inevitable these days. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Hopefully we're trending in the right direction. We can get we can get shit open back up, man, so you guys can get out and start playing shows again, and we can actually have sports and all that kind of thing again, man, in the country. Oh, yeah, it's, dude, it's been killing me not playing shows. I uh, imagine. You know, it's killing a lot of people. It's killing musicians. It's killing, you know, even celebrities that can't go film movies. Uh, yeah. I, all the way down to my friend. My friend, you know, she's a hairstylist. And even this, all the hair salons are all shut down, man. So she's like freaking out trying to figure out how she's going to pay her bills. Mm-hmm. Insane. All right, man. So let's get into this. Um, before I touch on the new EP that's coming out, of course, it's called Casket Tapes. I want to give my listeners a little bit of a background on you. So just kind of bring my my listeners up to speed on on uh, a little bit about you. Like how how did you get into music and and how'd you end up you know being a, a frontman for a band and things like that. Cool. Um, so it all started like whenever, like where I'm from, I'm from the swamp or remote area in Louisiana called Bayou Lafourche, and there's really not much to do down there. Like, I mean, being a weird kid from a small town, you know, it's that same old story that you always get. But with that being said, I really just got into like getting into music and just. You know, listening to that is an escape. So from a very young age, I always knew that I wanted to be a frontman of a band. And, like, I'm a singer, so I've sang my whole life. But I started getting into bands around, like, 14, 15, like, mm-hmm. playing shows with them, mm-hmm. doing, like, playing bass guitar, playing guitar, filling in here and there. I was even a screamer in a band, a death oh, metal right. band, doing, yeah. you know, screaming vocals. And, um, you know, then I just... I started to really de- start to develop a style and like songs that I personally wanted to hear. So I just started writing, and you know, it, uh, it's just uh, this is what it snowballed into thus far. Yeah. Like growing up, like my little brother, he plays drums for Dead Sled. So oh, very me and cool. him would just yeah, me and him would just jam out all the time. I got a cheap guitar, and then started you know songwriting from there. You know, it's funny because like me, you, me and you have become friends. We met, we met previously, and we'll talk about that later. Um, but one of the things that's cool I've, I've learned about you, just watching your social media, because we follow each other, um, you'll put up your little acoustic jams, you know, and um, yeah. you'll just have your acoustic, and you'll, be, you'll just be, you know, jamming at your house. And it's funny because when I was researching to you for doing this interview, um, I listened to a into, to another interview that somebody else did with you. Um, and you can shout him out if you want to, because I, I forgot, honestly, I forgot who, what his name was. Um, but he asked something about some of the people you listened to when you were younger, and you said somebody that influenced you was the band The Smiths. Oh, and, yeah, that's my boy Rick or Treat with, uh, Pumpkin, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Rick or Treat. There you that's go. So, and, and that intrigued me a little bit, because I, when I listen to you play your acoustic, just kicking back, jam, you know, doing your acoustic stuff, I kind of hear that. I kind of hear that in you a little bit, so some of the Smiths kind of style. But when you get on stage with your band, it's like so another sw- you know another switch gets flicked. And, and, <laughs> you know, so I thought that was, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, man, um, it's uh, it's very good, and I'm someone that you know loves diverse like diversity in music. 
So I'll have different ideas and like different styles that I want to play. So I'll just like with Dead Sled, it's the whole like amplified, really putting on a show like in your fucking face, you know? Yeah, 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 for sure. And um, I recently started this thing with uh, me and the guitarist of Dead Sled started this thing called Handsome Phantoms, which is an acoustic project that we're doing, which nice. is more slow, sad, somber stuff. That's what's up. Um, so t- tell me about the band a little bit. How, how did you guys form? How, how, did, the, how did the band Dead Sled uh, get together? Yeah, um, so basically, it all started from whenever I, you know, started writing my own songs in its entirety, and, you know, jamming out with my little brother, because he plays drums, I can't play drums worth of shit, so it kind of worked out that way, but, I mean, after I graduated high school, which was in uh, 2014, I moved to New Orleans, and then, you know, it was time to start, you know, getting shit done, and finding dudes to, uh, you know, play shows, because first and foremost, like, I'm a performer. I need to get on stage. I, I, like, have to, you know? Yep. So just found a couple of dudes that were down to, you know, play some spooky stuff and dress spooky and, you know, give the people a show. Yeah, man. And it is a show. It's a great show. I encourage anybody listening to this. Once the freaking country opens back up and we can get the <laughs> bars and the clubs and the, and the venues all back open to go check out these guys man because they have a great stage show you know the thing is what i love about a band is a good one-two punch and that's good music which obviously you guys have mastered that and a great stage, absolutely and a great stage show and you guys do that too you give the, the fans you know, they get their money's worth um so let's get into this new ep you got you got, you got out called casket tapes um how many how many tracks are on it man Four full songs and two, well, there's an intro to the record, which is an instrumental. And then in the middle of the EP, there's an interlude. So, um, yeah, it's just uh, four songs that we're giving you a little taste test of, you know, what is to come. Because I have enough material to start, you know, on a full record. Yeah, I was going to ask you that, if you're going to drop an album soon. Uh, well, we'll see how the CP goes, and yeah. after quarantine and stuff, and just, you know, leveling up, and seeing where it takes us, because it'll happen, it just depends on when it'll happen, you know? Yeah. Now, I, I, actually, I actually did listen to the instrumental, um, I freaking loved it too, man, it, it, it builds, oh, it's you. one of those songs that really builds, you know yeah. what I mean? It, it gradually builds to a, to a, to the summit, man, it makes you want to fucking go speed and shit too in your car. <laughs> I really like to put like instrumentals and stuff and add that kind of um, element to whatever I'm writing because I'm a fan of like full records and it just being like cohesive and just having more to it because uh, there have been a lot of bands that I've listened to that I've loved but like no one writes full records anymore yeah I miss People that really f- oh, I miss it too man yeah they really just focus on like hits and putting that out and then having else like everything else is like fillers but I don't want to do that. I want to perfect it and just be like, you know, it's a whole. It's it's like watching a movie, you know, like a forty-five yeah. minute movie. I uh, think I think it should be. I, I, th- I think it should be almost. I mean, obviously, I'm exaggerating here, but it's almost like it should be mandatory that anybody who wants to be a musician and put out a record, they must sit down and listen to like five Pink Floyd records. Oh man, hell yeah! I, I mean, you want to you want to learn about writing songs and storytelling and fucking messaging and. I mean, nobody was better than than Pink Floyd, in my opinion, at that. 
Yeah, I, I could definitely agree with that. <laughs> um, do you do most of the writing, or, or is it a collective, the band, kind of everybody get together, or is it mainly you? Um, I do mainly all of the writing. So I'll sit down and I'll start with like a rhythm guitar, and then I'll add lead guitar to it, and then vocals, and my little brother will do drums. But there are a few songs to where my lead guitarist, uh, Scythe, will, you know, put some of his leads on it. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, it's just me sitting down, doing my thing. So you also, the lyricist, you got you put the words also with the music? Yes, sir. Nice, man. So what are some things like that, that gets in your head um, that makes you want to formulate a song? I mean, is this the shit you see you know, in your everyday life, and you say, oh, I could write a song about that. Or is it, you know, was it any deeper? Or how's that go down? You know, it's quite interesting. Um, mainly, what I like to do whenever it comes to, like, lyrics and stuff is I like to tell stories. And, like, uh, like I said in that previous interview with, like, in the Smiths, and the other band was Michael Romance. Mm -hmm. They are, you know, really big on, like, how I write lyrics and stuff because what they would do is they would take, like, morbid things and they'd almost romanticize them and <laughs> wow. bring them, you know, to light. And, like, I just find it beautiful. Like, you could write a song about anything and it'd be any scenario and anyone could think whatever they want about it. But there's just something about having that morbid twist to it to kind of, it's almost like, like normalizing, you know, death and just, you know, bringing it to light that this stuff does exist and it's not just always a happy world, mm -hmm. especially these days. But <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Um, describe for the listeners the, the genre you guys are like the style of music you play oh man uh, it's always been an interesting one because I hear because like I'll just write songs and all I have a bunch of different influences and they'll come out but what I've heard people describe us as is like well because of the imagery and like some of our punk songs like horror punk horror rock I've gotten goth rock more of like the emo stuff mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a mixture man and that's how I like it honestly yeah, I, I, I do too. And as far as the visuals, it, you know, it almost has a, a Marilyn Manson kind of kind of ring to it. It's, well, not ring because it's not a noise, but you know what I'm saying. It kind of has a yeah, look yeah, to yeah. it like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. That's just uh, so that that all comes from. Uh, I'm a special effects artist at haunted houses, and I know we've talked about that personally. Yeah, man. But, that's, um, that's cool. Yeah, that's a, that's another passion of mine. Like music and songwriting is one, and the other fifty percent is just being a, a set designer and builder and makeup artist in haunted houses. So just making those two worlds meet and kind of have something. Because a lot of people they you know do their visual effects and special effects live and all of that, and it's cool. But I just want to bring a different you know part of that to the table. Yeah, and you do it well. Definitely Thank do you. it well. Alright, so um, what about some videos? you guys plan on doing some videos, shoot some videos? Oh, yeah. Well, the thing with that is I have very, like, I have very expensive taste. <laughs> so I'm just waiting you know, for the right resources because I have a bunch of videos planned out. Like, we are just as much a visual band as we are, you yeah. know, like... Uh, listening to like on CD, just like good songs, you know, or hopefully good songs. <laughs> yeah, man. Now, as far as New Orleans goes, what's the music scene like down there as, as it pertains to your to y'all's genre? Uh, all right. Well, um, the funny thing is, like, say, like talking about prior, like, just what genre we actually are, and it's a uh, just a bunch of different stuff. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, we 
play a lot of shows with like you know goth bands, alternative bands, like mm-hmm. you know pop punk, indie, and there's a there's a healthy scene out here for that, you know. Yeah, it's actually so, you, just, you know what's really cool like you guys the style you are, which like you said it is a multi. You guys are pretty much a multi-style band because you bring a couple different flavors to the stage, but that's great because you can you can jump onto you know you can collab with other with other bands you know if you have more flavors to offer you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely! That's the way that I love it, man. Like I made it a goal too this year, like personally for myself, to try and um, dip into any genre that I can and like write, mm-hmm. you know, like write songs around that genre. And it's just it helps with like you know the growth of a musician and a songwriter and it's just it, I, I don't want to be pigeonholed ever to just yeah. writing one style of music or just being known for one style of music so with Jet Song I try and bring all of that in and even though sometimes it doesn't work visually you kind of make it work and that's a little more respectable mm-hmm. so I feel like that's what it's all about just experimenting <clears throat> I feel like all bands should just experiment over and over yeah I agree now, being a songwriter as you are, um, what, do, what do you find more satisfying? Do, do, you, do you have more fun creating a song, like from nothing to completed song? Like, you know, you built, you wrote it, you built it, you, you added the melodies, you create the song. So is the creation process of the song more satisfying for you, or is the, or is the performing the song when it's finished? Which one do you prefer? Ooh, man, that's a good one. Um, there's nothing better in this world to me than creating something that you're proud of and just having melodies that are catchy. Like whenever we're recording or whenever we're showing someone a new song, mm-hmm. and then like a day later or like an hour later, you catch them humming it. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's cool. stuck in their head. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. That's it. But, oh, man, that's a good one because that's like, it's a beautiful feeling. But being able to perform it live and really, you know, like, do the song justice, like, how it should be performed and how you should see it be performed, that's a whole different monster, and that's that's a beautiful thing as well. Yeah. Yeah, man. Cool. So, uh, have you... Can't decide. Yeah, it's a tough one. I've asked that question a few times to other musicians, and they struggle with it, because... It's it's a tough one because most songwriters are passionate about both. You know, they really they love to create it, and then they they love to get it up there on the stage and share it with everybody. You know, absolutely. Yeah, man. And that must make you feel good though when you're out there and you can see people singing the the words to your songs and bringing, you know, music therapy. Man, people humans need music. It's like a universal medicine. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I do not know. Like, I, my sanity would struggle so much more if I didn't have music. Yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, I, I'll, I'll, you know, I sometimes I'll dabble and listen to the news a little bit, man. But I, I'm not there long. I need to get back onto a music station and 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 you know, and it's it's my therapy. I mean, and you know, the thing is, name me one culture on the whole planet that doesn't have music. Huh. You know. Yeah. Think about that. It's, it's global. There, it's it's a normal thing. There's not a culture. I mean, even a little, little like tiny little villages in the middle of Africa. There's there's singing and there's you know dancing and, and everywhere. I mean, music is everywhere. Oh, absolutely. And it's the thing that brings. It's, it, it is like music is the universal language. It is. You know, you could have you know this you know guitarist playing the flamenco guitar. 
and just feeling off and that sounds beautiful to everyone and everyone understands it it makes you feel different ways but yeah. it's all just it makes you feel you know yep i think it's i think if a, if a, if a, like a if a species from from another planet like a ufo landed on on the earth you know for the first time ever and they asked they asked the humans like name something that everybody likes i mean i think music would be right at the top of the list oh absolutely I mean, yeah man Absolutely. So have you been you, taking advantage of the quarantines or be, to, just to start writing a whole bunch of new shit, man, that we can break out after we get off of this thing? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, um, whew, yeah, I've had a lot of time on my hands and just mainly uh, I've been working on more acoustic stuff. Yeah. Like taking doing the handsome phantom stuff and uh, prop building, you know. I just I miss Halloween and I miss doing that. So just getting a stage show ready, too, for whenever we do you know, whenever the quarantine is lifted and we're able to play again, we can come back, you know, stronger. And that's the whole goal for me, at least, for this quarantine. Yeah, I guarantee you that you guys are going to come out with a vengeance. I mean, well, I think all the bands in the country are. Everybody's Absolutely. I'm excited. Itching. Yeah. I'm excited to see what everyone comes up with because, you know. Yeah. You know what? I think going to a concert after this quarantine's over with will be the best fucking concerts ever. Oh, the yeah, bands be, renaissance, for sure. Yeah, every, the bands are going to be so rested, but they're going to be so, like, just explosive because they just want to get get out there and get it all, you know, just get back on it, man. Oh, absolutely, dude. Yeah, man. So what's the goals for the band for the rest of the year, man? Obviously, we want to get the quarantine lifted up. Then what do you guys want to do before the end of 2020? Well, um, so firstly, I mean, now that the EP is released, I would like to... You know, start touring on it and start, like, you know, putting ourselves out there in front of everyone just to, you know, see how it goes and cut our teeth on the road and mm -hmm. just, you know, take it from there. I mean, it's time, you know, it's time for us to make our footprint in the music and art world. Yeah, for and sure. And I will not let anything stop me. <laughs> no, nor should you, man. And I'll kick your ass yeah. if you do, man. I'll come after you. I, 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 I can find out where you live, man, so don't, don't be, don't be letting me down. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> um, all right, so we met through a, a mutual friend, and uh, and it's Stormy Daniels, and of course a lot of people know who Stormy Daniels is across the world. Right. And I was scrolling through Twitter, man, and I just happened to catch on to one of her Twitter um, tweets, and I started reading some of the comments. I'm like, oh my god, man! And like some of the things people say about this girl is, 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 is my freaking tempered. I mean, I'm I'm about to freaking blow my fuse. And because the, the deal is, man, when when you know her and you get to know her, she's like the nicest fucking girl ever. She's like so, oh, fuck yeah. she's generous. She's fucking funny. She's so nice, man. So I wanted to give you an opportunity as you're, you know, because you're, because you guys are really tight, man. You and Stormy. So t t tell the people out there a little something that 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 they need to know about her instead of reading all this bullshit on social media about her. Oh man, where do I start? Well, first off. <laughs> Like, truly, like, you know, meeting her and getting to know her, we met, like, very organically just at, like, a bar in New Orleans and started hanging out and became homies, and she's one of the coolest motherfuckers, like, super chill, you know, yeah. down to earth, yep. you know, we just fucking jam metal and just, yeah, yeah, have a good time, dude, like, there's, she's not, she's not pretentious at all, and she's not a selfish person like people, you know, yeah, not, not say even, that she is. Not even close. Yeah, that's one thing that blows my mind the most is whenever people, you know, say that. It's like, if you don't even know her, though, like, if you knew her, <laughs> like, yeah. dude, that chick gives so much and gets shit on. And it's, it's unfortunate, but that's what happens whenever you live in a world of, like, you know, jealousy and mm -hmm. 
all of that and people really not understanding a situation or knowing someone before speaking about them. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I was on Twitter and some fucking ass clown tweeted out this story about Stormy Daniels that was two freaking years old. It was two years old and this idiot tweeted it out like it was something she said yesterday. Right. You know, and yeah, I was like, I was like, oh my god, I was ready to, I was ready to just drive my car off a cliff, man. I was like, come on, man, this is. And one thing, one thing I'll add, and then, and then we'll, we'll, I'll give you an opportunity to tell the fans where they can get all your music and things. But about Stormy, Stormy Daniels is one of the most intelligent motherfuckers I've met in my life. That girl is extremely, right. extremely intelligent young lady. Oh, yeah, dude. and she's a hustler. She knows she's playing the game, man. Like she knows it's good. Yeah, man. That's why she's risen to as high as she has, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For hey sure. man, I had a lot of fun talking to you, brother. I mean, I wish the oh, band yeah. luck so much. You got—I I don't even have to wish you luck. You guys are gonna kill it once this, once this quarantine's <laughs> up, man. Because you got everything, man. You got the whole package. I mean, you got the music, which is extremely—it's—it's—it's it's, it's very very solid, man. It's great music. Um, you got the look, you got the talent, the people around you, man. So it's just a matter of you just—you just need an opportunity just to get it all out there for everybody to listen to. I'm gonna do what I can to, to get into some ears of the, some people I know in the business, and I wish you the best, man. But before I let you go, I want to give you an opportunity to tell everybody out there, you know, if you have a website or where they can get your music, where they can buy it, where they can follow you on social media, that whole nine. Yeah, man. Um, also, like, I appreciate all the kind words. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, man. But, um, all true. Thank you. But uh, besides that, like we just released the EP on Bandcamp because we're not signed to a label or anything right now, so it's harder to get stuff on like Spotify, yeah, whatever. So you can buy it on Bandcamp. We have the full, you know, video of the whole EP on YouTube. If you look up Dead Sled Funeral Company, everything is under Dead Sled Funeral Company or Dead Sled Funeral Co. And um, that's how you can find us on Instagram, Facebook. And that's about it for now as far as, like, you know, platforms and finding us goes. But I am working on, you know, getting more out there and just getting it in everyone's ears, hopefully. Yes, what's up, man? And I'll make sure I put the links in, in the little article. And, um, hey, dude, man, I had a lot of fun. And I appreciate you uh, coming on the show. And I want you to come back, man. Once we get the quarantine lifted, you guys start hitting the road again, man. I want you to come back on the show and give us an update, cool? Oh, hell yeah. You got it. <laughs>